Hey everybody, James Shepard here with a special edition of the Merchant Sales Podcast. Uh, I don't do these very often, but today I want to do just a quick monologue and talk to you about what I believe is the most important question that we need to be asking moving forward as merchant sales professionals, as ISOs, and even as acquirers. And, uh, you know, this episode came about from a time of thinking and reflecting on the industry. I was recently at the MWAA and uh, the first day of the show, uh, while my team was getting the booth set up for ISOAMP, I was up in my hotel room with my lead developer and business partner, Jack Christensen, and um, we were just having a in-depth conversation for quite a while about kind of the future of the industry and where we're at. And that conversation was the culmination of many conversations I've had uh, over the last year. And I just really am frankly, a little concerned about the future of the industry, uh, the future of merchant sales professionals and uh, our ability to continue doing what it is that we do. And uh, I believe that there's a really exciting, positive path forward. But as I've talked about for years, it is going to require a pivot and it's not going to happen right away. It's going to be over time. But uh, if you're involved in selling payment processing, if you're an ISO or if you are an acquirer, uh, you're going to want to think about these topics. And so my, my, my uh, you know, purpose today is not to give you kind of the crystal ball or anything like that. I think everything I'm going to talk about is going to be some fairly obvious things, but I do think I'm going to present some ideas and some questions that you need to be asking yourself as you move forward. So let's look at the market, right? Let's, let's zoom out and let's take a look at the market. And so when we zoom out and take a look at the market and this idea of business owners who need to process payments, right? That's the market. Business owners that need to process payments. Well, how are they doing this? Uh, well, if we go back, you know, a decade ago, they're uh, getting a free terminal, they're getting a virtual terminal, they're running payments, those payments end up in their bank account, and they're happy. And if we can do it for a little bit cheaper, uh, they're probably going to be willing to consider making a switch. So today, of course, what's happening is we have this verticalization and we have this specialization. And so we have kind of moving towards integrated payments where what these business owners now want is they want an integrated payment processing solution. And what I want to talk to you about today is how we as an industry really should be dominating in the market. We really should. We should be, you know, companies like Toast and Square really shouldn't stand a chance versus you know, competing with ISOs and acquirers and agents who have these, you know, feet on the street in this incredible distribution channel. But we have to think about this a little bit more strategically to make it happen. So before I dive into it, though, I do want to talk about our sponsor for just a minute. Our sponsor is NMI. And uh, this is a very appropriate episode to have NMI.com as a sponsor because, uh, you know, it's been so interesting. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing VJ in a, a couple of weeks. Um, and NMI has been such a huge part of these conversations I've been having actually, uh, with my team and with others in the industry, because they're really kind of the, the glue that can put all of these pieces together and bundle things together, which I'm going to talk a lot more about here in just a minute. Um, but NMI.com is just an incredible company, really. You know, it's this technology company that really sits in the middle between the merchants that all need integrations with technology, right? Um, and then, you know, they choose their technology solution. Then on this other side, we have these payment processors that all need to offer really cool integrated payment solutions. And NMI kind of sits in the middle of all that 
tying these things together as a gateway, as a technology provider, as a virtual terminal, um, as you know, uh, an API resource, uh, on and on down the list goes. And so I think what they're doing for the industry is incredibly important today. And I think it's going to become even more important in the future. If you don't have a relationship with them right now, whether you're an individual agent, an ISO, or an acquirer, you really need to reach out to NMI. Just uh, go to NMI.com. Make sure and let them know that uh, you heard about them on the Merchant Sales Podcast, and we would appreciate that. So as we look at the industry right now, and we look at technology companies in general, you have this idea of bundling or unbundling. And this is a big part of the conversation I had with uh, my business partner, Jack Christensen, uh, who is a developer and really a, a technologist. Um, when you look at industries, generally speaking, people make money by either bundling things together or unbundling things that are currently bundled together. Okay. So think about that for just a minute, right? So in our industry right now, we think about, you know, unbundling, right? This would be taking people and saying, hey, you currently have a point of sale system that does the payment processing. We can help you by unbundling that and we will do the payment processing separate and be able to save you some money because right now it's bundled together, right? So we make money by unbundling. Bundling is, hey, you currently have payment processing with one company, you have technology with another company, we can bundle that together and make a great solution for you. Well, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to see that the trend in our industry right now is towards bundling, right? Bundling these things together. And so when you look at these companies today, so if you take a company again, like a let's say like a Toast or a Square, that hasn't embraced kind of what I would consider a merchant sales, uh, you know, the the traditional model of uh, individual sales representatives um, selling out in the field or over the phone um, and having that kind of model. You know, you look at those companies, then you look at companies in our industry that do have these salespeople. I mean, a lot of huge companies out there that have literally thousands of salespeople out in the field selling. And you say, you know, right now, when you look at market share, there's no doubt at all that companies like Toast and Square are eating our lunch. I mean, they're growing market share rapidly. Our industry as a whole, meaning the ISO world, uh, is not growing rapidly, uh, maybe growing very slowly, if any. Um, and when you look at that and say, why is that, right? Like, what what exactly is happening? So question number one would be, is their technology that much better, right? Do they have just this incredible, their technology is just so good that we can't compete? No, not at all. In fact, I would say the technology that ISOs have available to them is actually better than the technology, or at least as good as the technology being offered by Square, Toast. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm using them as a, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, broad strokes, but there's obviously hundreds of them. But, you know, these companies that are these integrated payments and fintechs, I mean, our technology that we have available that's processor agnostic or that we have available to us is really even better, right? So that's not it, right? Um, so what is it, right? Like, what are they offering? Is their service that much better? Well, I think, you know, there's definitely ISOs that have really bad service. But I mean, as a general rule, I wouldn't say that Toast and Square are gaining market share because of their incredible customer support. I mean, I don't, you know, that's not been my experience as I've talked to merchants and, and experienced that. Um, so it's not customer support, really. I mean, maybe, you know, certainly as an industry, we could do better there, but that's not really the main thing driving it, right? Well, what is the difference? Well, when you look at it, there's actually only two significant differences that these companies have. There's two advantages they have that we don't have, okay? Number one on the list is that it is bundled. And what that means is that it's very easy to sell this 
bundled solution. You know, these are Payfacts. And so the sign-up process is super easy and it's all integrated. And it's just like you sign up and you get your point of sale system. You get it for free. You know, a lot of times with, with Toast, say you get it for free. And that just comes with the payment processing. Your payment processing account goes right in with it. And it's just this very seamless, easy sign-up process. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. That's number one. But number two, what I would say is even more significant is the distribution. Now, this is where it gets interesting to me because it really, this should not be an advantage for them, but it is. Their distribution, first of all, let's talk about their method of distribution, which is vastly inferior to ours. Their method of distribution is online advertising, right? That's like the, the main part of their distribution. That's how they get new customers. Well, it's really hard to target small business owners with online marketing. It's very expensive. You would think that that would be a huge disadvantage for them. And it, and it, it is a disadvantage that that's their distribution versus in our industry, we have these independent salespeople. <clears throat> Many of you listening, watching out there in the field, zero cost of acquisition, or maybe a small upfront bonus and a free a device or something, but very minimal cost of acquisition, um, great cash flow, instant access to huge distribution. Um, out on the street, you're able to either call or go out in the, in the field and literally target small businesses that are a good fit for what you're trying to sell. I mean, method of distribution, to me, we should be just like, that. that's a huge advantage for our industry because we have the salespeople, we're able to target the businesses. We have a lower cost of acquisition. I mean, we should be killing it when it comes to that, right? But then what's the other side of it? And, and it's not the method of distribution, okay? It is the sales presentation and the value proposition itself. They are presenting a technology solution, okay? They're coming into the business and saying, we can help you run your restaurant better. We're going into the business and saying, we can save you on your payment processing. And it just turns out that where we are at right now in the market, you know, how the market is shaping up right now, saving people money on payment processing is simply not as interesting as offering them a better technology solution to run their business better, okay? Now, when you put the two things together, it could be a lot more powerful, right? Like we can help you run your business better and eliminate your payment processing fees or dramatically reduce your payment processing fees. Um, and those two things could go together and be really powerful. But that's not what our industry is doing by and large. And again, I'm using broad strokes. I know many of you are very good at selling point of sale systems and very good at selling integrated technology, but I'm using broad strokes to talk about the issues that our industry is currently facing. So as we look at this reality, we then have to ask, what do we do about this, right? How do we go back on the offense in a way that we're able to create a lot of value? And so I've written down here three keys, but I want to start with the number one question. You know, what is the question that we should all be asking? And I think it might surprise you just a little bit. The real question that we all need to be asking ourselves as, as ISOs and agents is not which processor should I sell for? Which technology should I offer? Um, what is my schedule A? What is my residual split? Um, what is the customer service like? Those are all important questions, but they shouldn't be the first question. The first question should be, what vertical, what business type do I want to dominate? What business type, what vertical do I want to dominate? That should be the first question, okay? So I want to break that down and make that really practical and talk about three 
entities here. I want to talk about agents. I want to talk about ISOs. And then I want to talk about acquirers, or we'll call them even super ISOs uh, potentially here, but you know, large payment companies. For agents, I really would encourage you. I believe it's time for most of you. Now, you're brand new to the industry. Get out there in the field. Walk into every business. Get your feet wet. Sell some credit card processing. Sell some terminals. Because it's not that you can't do that. I want to be clear. I'm not trying to sound an alarm bell here. I mean, you can get out in the field right now. And if you walk into 100 businesses, 40 of them, you could still sell You know, a standalone terminal to. Maybe it goes beside their point of sale system. That depends on the market you're in. You're in a, really, you're in a metro area, maybe only 20 out of 100. You're in a rural area, maybe 50 or even 60 out of 100. Um, but my concern is over the next three years, those numbers are going to shrink dramatically. You go out three years from now in the field, and even in a rural market, there may be only 20 businesses where you could still sell that standalone terminal. Um, and so what's happening is as a, as a whole, as an industry, we just keep sloshing around. We have a really high attrition rate. So what's happening is we just keep stealing other people, other ISOs accounts. You know what I mean? It's like, we're all competing for the same 40% of the market. That's the least profitable portion, the most likely to go out of business, right? Uh, the most likely to cancel. That's what we're all going after. And we're leaving the other 60% to Toast and Square and many, many, many others. So how do we go back after that 60%? Well, the first step is we have to choose a vertical. We have to choose a business type. As an agent right now, you're out in the field, you're walking into every business. I think that's great. I'm not saying you should stop doing that. But I think it's time for you to try something that's going to be necessary for you to survive and thrive long-term. And that is, it's time to pick a business type. Okay? And don't be afraid to go really, really narrow. Um, don't be afraid to do that, right? Um, you may go after a very small niche uh, that, you know, there needs to be maybe a hundred of them in your area at least. Right. Um, and so, you know, I've experimented that with my own, uh, ISV with CC storage and we've gone after like self-storage property, uh, management, uh, companies. Cause there's a lot of self, there's a lot of self-storage properties out there, you know? Um, and so there's many others I've experimented with and we're looking at building into for technology. And so, you know, pick a vertical can be very narrow, could be very broad. That's fine. You know what I mean? But could be, you know, fine dining restaurant, quick serve restaurant, auto repair, um, pizza shops, right? It can be a little more specific, a certain kind of quick serve restaurant. Personally, I like the more specific plays, but it depends on you, know, you. but pick one, okay? And in addition to what you're already doing, become the expert and build a portfolio based entirely upon what is best for those particular merchants. Figure out what competition exists. What are they doing, right? If you're selling fine dining restaurants, well, you're gonna have to look at toast, right? You're gonna have to find a way to finance free hardware so that you can provide free point of sale systems. You're gonna wanna do maybe dual pricing so you could say, hey, I have something toast doesn't have, right? You're gonna wanna become the experts. You can say, look at the local service that I provide. You're gonna wanna get that demo unit and figure it out inside and out and really understand it. But pick a business type, pick a vertical and dig in really, really deep to that and bring your whole business around that, right? Sell for the payment processor that's offering you the best program to be able to sell that one, right? Maybe you even go to a technology provider that's doing the payment processing as well and work out a deal with them as, you know, them being the ISO. And I think, you know, one thing that we're going to find more and more, and this is just, I think, fair warning to a lot of the ISOs out there that are, you know, you just refuse to adapt. You refuse to adapt to what's happening. Let me tell you what's going to happen over the next 36 months. What's going to happen over the next 36 months 
is a lot of these technology companies that I'm talking to that are, they've been trying and trying and trying to partner with ISOs, right? And it hasn't worked very well for a lot of them. It really hasn't. Um, the ISOs don't want to adopt it. They don't want to get their sales team selling it. Uh, they don't have the organization or the marketing capabilities to make this happen. And what's happening with a lot of them is they're saying, this is ridiculous. You know, we're making a fraction of the profit on these deals because the ISO is keeping all the processing profits. And what they're doing is they're realizing this opportunity that exists to get agents to sell for them and they're becoming the ISO. So they're like, hey, we're already the ISV. Let's become the ISO. Let's bring the agents on directly. We'll give them a residual split. We'll give them a schedule A. And we have this payfac like experience where people can sign up really, really easily. So um, I'm going to get to that in a second. But, but as an agent, um, I wouldn't really shy away from that. I don't think that's bad at all. I think this is the, this is the free market, you know? And there are companies now, but you got to be careful. Make sure you're signing agreements that have lifetime vested residuals, right? All these things that we have historically looked at, we got to make sure are there. But the idea is, you want to go after one vertical and figure out how do I build a portfolio where the only thing I really care about is this one vertical. Now, I'm still going to sell all the other verticals for my current processor, but I got to go all in on this one. And let me see if I can dominate this one vertical and figure it out. Get the right technology process, There's the right technology solution. Make sure the payment processing is built in and there's a seamless signup process. It's very easy for them to use. You know, think about that vertical and what they need. That's if you're an agent. Okay, I think it's time to try it out. I think you'll be fine for the two or three years to do what you're doing, but I'm telling you, you're gonna be you're gonna make a lot more money and it's gonna be a lot more fun to start building into verticals right now, right? Once you get done with one and you've saturated that, you're gonna probably start looking at another one. And you're gonna start building this momentum where you have these two or three verticals where you're the recognized expert in your market or in your area for those verticals. What about the ISOs? If you're an ISO today, uh I think you're in trouble. I really do. Um, I think that you need to be having strategic conversations right now about the direction of the market, about verticalization, about technology companies, right? And again, what's going to happen to you is over time, what, what we've seen that's been really interesting is these technology companies have all competed with us in a, a very separate way. It hasn't, it hasn't felt like competition really in, in, in a true sense. And what I mean by that is, their distribution is so different from ours that it doesn't feel like a direct threat to the ISO. You know, I talk to ISOs all the time and I'm always so surprised at how little they seem to be talking about competition and, you know, the realities of the market. And I think one of the reasons is that these companies are all doing online marketing and it's like, well, we have agents, they have online marketing, we're both coexisting and we're fine. Um, that is not going to last much longer. I'm telling you, these tech companies that are just, you know, they just raised $20 million in venture capital to scale up. They're trying to figure out how do we do that? And they're saying, well, we can continue spending $2,500 cost of acquisition per new merchant and keep all the profits, right? So, but they've already maxed that out. They've already done as much as they can in their small little niche, or they could pay zero cost of acquisition and recruit independent agents to sell for them, to sell for their payback give them the same residual split that you're giving the agents right now, right? And go out to the market, right? And they're, yeah, they're not going to make as much money long-term, but there's no cost of acquisition and they can scale up infinitely. And they're like, wait a minute, this is a really good idea. And there's going to see more and more tech companies that are going to become the ISOs of the future, right? Now, in that same way, though, there's an opportunity for the ISO who has an advantage here. If you are an ISO, you have an advantage. You're in trouble only if you choose not to push 
your advantage. Your advantage is distribution. You have the people that know how to sell, but are you focused on technology and are you doing verticalization? So in other words, as an ISO, your question is still, which vertical do we go after first? How do you go after that vertical? Well, you can do a couple of different things. You could partner with technology companies. Now, let me, let me stop here for a second. When I say partner with technology companies, I do not mean you can offer a point of sale system to your agents that they can sell that happens to have features that serve this vertical. No, I'm talking about build your strategy, build your execution around going after a particular vertical, right? You say, we're going to go after, you know, fine dining restaurants, right? And so we're going to use a you know, processor agnostic point of sale system, but we're going to work with maybe Iris, you know, and we're going to work with NMI and we're going to tie this together and we're going to make an amazing online application and it's going to be a seamless process. And you build this whole thing, you build marketing materials, you build content all around giving your agents the resources they need to go after one vertical, help them get the data to target that vertical. Like, Everything you're doing is like, we're going to do a big push for this one vertical. Now, again, you don't have to shift the entire company immediately to say, all we care about is selling pizza shops. But the idea is you say, hey, we already have these great programs that are very generalized for you. But next quarter, we're doing a big push for pizza shops. And we've partnered with XYZ point of sale company right? And here's what we're providing. Here's the marketing materials that go with it. We're going to have a big live event and we're going to have a special training program on how to sell them. And we're going to talk to experts and we're going to interview our existing clients that own pizza shops and talk about what they want. And, you know, you're going to do stuff like about that vertical and you're going to build your whole strategy around that. Because if you're an ISO today and you want your company to survive and thrive for the next three to five years, I truly believe that your company is going to have to pivot and, and have a much greater focus, <clears throat> excuse me, on content creation and technology adoption. And I think the ISOs I, I've talked to, a lot of them, uh, unfortunately, have this belief that technology adoption is about technology availability. That's not the same thing. Making technology available to your agents is not you as a company adopting the technology. Technology adoption means everything that you do revolves around making that technology a great fit for the end user, or in this case, the merchant, right? And so we got to be thinking about that. And the, and the way to do that and the way to compete head to head with these larger companies is to go vertical uh, and to say, which business type do we want to go after first? Let's make the most incredible, you know, quick serve restaurant program in the industry. Somebody watching and listening right now, that should be your goal. You should go out to all the agents in the industry and say, look, Sell for whoever you want. We don't care. We're not trying to make you exclusive. Go sell for whoever you want. But if you're going to sell quick serve restaurants, you should be selling for us because our program is the best. We have this integrated payment and technology platform. We, you know, maybe you go out and buy a quick serve restaurant point of sale company, right? Or you develop it or you partner with one that's processor agnostic, but you make a really tight integration with the payments and the application process and the onboarding and the support. And you're like, we dominate quick serve, right? Because here's what's going to happen. If you don't do that, there's going to be a quick serve restaurant point of sale system that's going to do that. And they're going to figure out that this agent model is killer. They're going to get the agents and they're and the agents, what's going to happen? I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm warning you right now because I already see it happening. What's going to happen is more and more, 
your agents are going to start to, to, they're not going to leave you, but they're going to start to kind of drift away because they were doing 10 deals a month with you, but then they're going to only do nine with you because one of them is going to be a specific type of business where they found a really good technology company they can put the deal with and build residual there. The next month, they're going to only send you eight and they're going to send two of them to that company. The next month, they're going to only send you six because they're going to send two to that company, but they're going to, they have another company that has a different vertical and they're going to send two over there. And these technology companies are just going to keep taking little nibbles out of what you're doing unless you go on the offense and say, let's grow. Let's, let's recognize this reality. Let's integrate payment processing into the technology. And as an ISO, let's transition to become uh, what our sponsor NMI calls a next generation ISO. Let's become the type of ISO that has technology at the core. Okay. So as an ISO, that's what you need to be thinking about, in my opinion. And I think the, the threat you need to be worried about today, honestly, isn't necessarily quite so much toast, although obviously that's a threat. I think the threat you need to be worried about is a new generation of ISOs that's coming along that says, we love this agent idea. This is great. Like, let's do it. This is fantastic. You mean there's no ad spend? You mean like, there's no, I don't have to build big online funnels. Like, this is great. I just use these agents. These agents are all awesome. And the agents are all recognizing they're seeing the writing on the wall. They know that what you're doing isn't sustainable. They know that they're just, you know, punching that clock for a little while longer. And it's like, yeah, they, they love the residual. They love the dual pricing and cash discounts allow them to grow their portfolio. But they know, we all know that these businesses are looking for integrated payments. They're looking for integrated technology. So they see it. So they want to see the ISOs taking the lead here and figuring out how to make, you know, industry leading stuff. Not, and it's like, I'm so sick and tired of the, of like, here's another integrated technology solution that, that an ISO created that's like almost 30% as good as everybody else. You know, come on, like we can do better than that. We don't have to make this like, well, yeah, but you don't understand. I mean, we have this smart terminal. Okay, cool. I mean, that's good. I'm glad you have that smart terminal, but like, that's not any, that's not competitive at all with some of these verticals where they can go out and get a software that's like literally built specifically for their business type. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we lead the way and leverage our distribution before somebody else does and say, let's go. Like, let's, let's bring in the really, really amazing verticalized technology and let's dominate some verticals. Then let's dominate another vertical. Then let's dominate another vertical. And some of you as ISOs, you could literally build out maybe six or seven verticals over the next 24 months where you have a super like big time lead in those verticals where agents look to you to board their deals for those uh, business types. And that could be a really winning strategy for you. Uh, finally, number three, if you're an acquirer, I just have one bit of advice for you, okay? Uh, as it relates to this change moving forward, um, please make merchant onboarding easier. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's just so frustrating to me as I see these upstart companies, you know, that are doing payment processing and they have a merchant application that fits on a single page or maybe it's like three web forms, right? Meanwhile, I see my ISO consulting clients that are trying to make a smooth process for their agents to sign up somebody on a point of sale system and as smooth as they can get it is like a 14 page DocuSign or a form that leads into a 14-page DocuSign, you know? Um, we've got to do better. We've got to do better because, you know, and again, what, I, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing this, this incredible, uh, incredibly frustrating trend where I see these big acquiring banks and, you know, a technology company comes to them 
and they say, oh my goodness, you should use our Payfac as a service program. You should do this program. You should do that program. Let, let us show you how easy we can make the agent on, we can make the merchant onboarding process, right? Instant approvals. And, you know, and then I see their ISOs working with them and their ISOs are like, Hey, is there any way we can get these accounts approved like faster than a day without like, can we get the, the, you know, agreement? You know, it's like, no, you can't do anything. Like this is the underwriting process for you. Well, that's frustrating. And again, it, it goes all, you have to understand it's a systemic problem because the reason that has to exist is because ISOs don't specialize. So ISOs are selling all kinds of businesses, right? When I go to a, a, a payment processor and say, I sell self-storage companies, that's it. Like that's all I sell with this one software that I have, right? Well, they can streamline underwriting because they know the only thing they're going to get from me is going to be self-storage. So we just, you know, pre-negotiate the terms and the data that they need and we can get it done. If I'm an ISO and I'm like, well, I have no idea what I'm going to sell, you know? So the idea is, again, for the ISO going up to the acquirer, build out these verticals and make it streamlined. You've got to work with companies that are going to give you a streamlined process so that your agents can sign people up easily using their smartphone or their tablet. They can just really quickly like, boom, 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 sign somebody up. Your equipment's going to be here tomorrow. Make it smooth. And so for the acquirers, let's, we got to get some of this friction out of the system right now. It's killing us. And so we need to get some of that friction out of the system. And I hope that some of the acquirers that are listening will um, start talking strategically. I know they're already in these conversations, but hopefully start to put a little bit of sense of urgency to this because again, I know a lot of the acquirers, frankly, don't really care that much about the agent. And it's kind of like, well, whatever, we're more on the technology side. Um, but again, we need to understand that the agents are, are, this is like a fantastic distribution model, but we've got to go all in on it. So my name is James Shepard. Hopefully you got something out of my ramblings today. Uh, just a lot of things I've been thinking about. I just think it's very interesting as we're going to see this next generation of ISOs um, coming up. And I think it's going to be, um, it's, I think it's a, a really good thing actually uh, for the agents, because I think the agents one way or another, the agents are going to be selling verticalized solutions, partnering with technology companies. I'm hoping that a lot of the legacy ISOs that are out there today are going to become those technology companies that the agents will be partnering with to sell verticals. But I have a suspicion that many of them will not. And instead there's going to be up and come uh, up and coming uh, technology companies that are going to make those, uh, those relationships happen. So that's where I see the market headed. Love to hear your thoughts. You can email anytime, james at ccsalespro.com or comment on our uh, LinkedIn or Facebook post. Again, my name is James Shepard. You've been listening to the Merchant Sales Podcast brought to you by nmi.com. Uh, again, if you're looking to become that next generation ISO, have a relationship with NMI. You're going to find they have a lot to offer you as you start down this path of verticalization and building integrated payment solutions. Thanks so much. Hope you have a great day.